spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chat happy, Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday! Uh, Becky Lynn, was your lead story about grass? It was. Did you smoke it? No, no. This, <laughs> it was about Super Bowl grass. Are we really? This is this is what it's going to be for two weeks. Yeah, pretty much. So we have the Super Bowl in less than two weeks, right? And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're really going dissect this thing, aren't we? Dive the best snacks to have at halftime. <laughs> oh my God, that's great! Do you like, oh my, do you like pineapple on Did your plate? Did you hear story number three, or were you stuck on the grass? Story? We were stuck on the grass story okay. at uh, Glendale. State Farm. Number three, yeah. because that grass is going to bring us visitors and it's going to bring all these companies and jobs. The grass at the stadium? Because everybody's paying attention to Arizona. And that's just one of the reasons. Well, what does the grass have to do with people because coming to Arizona? We could have the dirt there. They'll still play the, the Super Bowl. No, they wouldn't. Sure they would. No, they're not. They've been growing that grass for a year. They've been a growing that? Year. Have the Cardinals been playing on that grass? No, this is special this Super is Bowl spe- grass. Cause the, yeah, cause it's the, for winners. <laughs> So they've been growing the grass for a, a year. year. Just for the Super Bowl. Yes. Well, why is that grass better than the ones the Cardinals played on? Huh. Maybe that's why the Cardinals didn't win. No, I don't that's think that's why. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's it. Keep it here for more compelling stories. <laughs> <laughs> What's tomorrow's lead story going to be? Well, I don't is know. Is it about the seats and if they're cushioned at the stadium? Ooh, and, new cushions. Yeah. Oh. oh, by the way, I found out they do have cushioned uh, seats at the stadium in the bougie seats. Ah. The bougie seats. I, I did sit at the bougie seats. Uh, I, got, uh, I got a couple tickets because if you sit in the regular seats, it's the hard. Hard the, plastic. Yeah, your rear yeah. end starts to itch and hurt. You know how yeah. that is. I don't know and then you saying. go in the bougie seats. They've got a pad on that sucker. Wow. I'm like, this is, wow, this is living. Oh, that's All tomorrow. right, so today There's we talked worse. grass at State Farm. Tomorrow, Sorry. Chad, what are you thinking? Oh, I'm thinking what are, it's going to be, what's what are, the best dip to have? Because <laughs> you like dip. This is fantastic. <laughs> that you can do. What's your favorite dip? <laughs> Remember yesterday we had the story about the little fire carts? Oh, that's you know, right. So they get in and out. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Well, I'm just saying, grass grass is grass. Uh, You know, I'm just saying. Grass is Super Bowl grass. This is the most important thing that's going on right now. Well, maybe Kyler Murray wouldn't have ripped his knee up if they played in the good grass. Oh, my God. Right? No. No? Okay. That's just so awesome. (laughs) Uh, Hey, uh, speaking of the Super Bowl. It's going to cost a fortune to go. Oh, tell us how much it's going to cost. <laughs> What's it going to be for a night at the awesome Motel 6 right there all next to castles and coasters where you might get shot? <laughs> hey, do you want an upper deck seat at the Super Bowl? What's that cost me? You could go end zone seat, upper deck, seat geek. Anybody got a guess? Let's go around the room. Chad Benson, upper deck, uh, upper deck. end zone uh, seat geek. 1500 bucks. Oh, you're not even close. Becky Lynn? 3000 You're not even close. Wise man? 4000 You're not even close. Wow. Pablo? 4001 <laughs> what, what is that? What is it? The Price is Right? Yes, exactly. Playing The Price is Right? Well played, Pablo. 6500 bucks will get you an upper deck end zone seat on SeatGeek. $1,500, Chad. What are you thinking, man? Maybe you're smoking some of that grass that's Maybe. at the Arizona Stadium. I just, that's that's, that's uh, all a little bit much for me to watch those two teams play as much as I like football when I could watch them at home and, the cup, and have and all have the, dip the dip I want. That you want. <laughs> that's right. All the dip I want. And not have to pay $25 a small cup for it either. No. Ticketmaster's cheapest option. 
$5,800 per ticket. Where do I get? Here's the problem. you got to add in $1,200 in fees. What? Oh, damn. Yeah. $1,200? You know, we, should have, we, should have a, we should have some sort of Senate committee hearing we about should. this. Oh, no, we should. No, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Just like sure the Ticketmaster thing. Right. $1,200 bucks in fees. So you can go see the game for seven grand. I Ticketmaster. So I'm still curious of what the $1,200 in fees gets exactly. me there. Exactly. What, what are you paying for? Well, I, I think well the, we hit enter over here, and then <laughs> over here, we hit enter again. It's 1200 bucks. 600 for each enter. I hit off. I'm not per going. click. Yeah. That's it. $600 a click. I wonder what SeatGeek's uh, fees are. So SeatGeek, $6,500. we are talking worse fees, right? Six, SeatGeek, $6,500. Uh, Ticketmaster, seven grand. If you want to go through the NFL, $6,700. Good God. So there are tickets available. Yes. Yeah. you gotta, you got to sell an organ. Let's keep going. To go to the Super Bowl, let's see, a room at the Hampton Inn. Hampton Inn and Suites at Westgate, walking distance from the stadium, 2200 a night. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. Normally, 2200 a night rents you the whole the place. Whole, the whole place, yes, absolutely. Uh, and they throw in breakfast. Right. How about vacation rentals? If you want a four-bedroom house... A few blocks away from State Farm Stadium, where, by the way, the grass is beautiful, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Put your eyes out with the sun reflecting on Four-bedroom house is listed at... All right, let's go around the room again. Oh uh, Chad Benson, gosh. what do you got? How long? Is it per night, or are we talking uh, about per a Per night, yes. Okay. Uh, per, uh, yeah, per night. Uh, Four-bedroom four house blocks away from State Farm. I'm going to go... Uh, per night. 1500 a night. 1500 You're going to stay with that. Uh, Becky Lynn. Oh, for the fifteen hundred a night for the whole house. Yeah. Oh, I was going like eight grand. Eight grand. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. I was going to say four grand. Four grand. Uh, eight thousand and one. All right, let's pivot to this, guys. You ready? Uh, this just in. Are you ready for this? According to research from a company that I've never heard of. Well, that means it's good. Uh, well, it's on the internet. Uh, State Farm Stadium in Glendale ranks. Number four, as the most romantic NFL stadium. It is fourth on the most romantic NFL stadiums list. Number four. What makes State Farm romantic? Oh, yeah. Oh, so many things. Is it the fact that you have to console your loved one because the Cardinals are down? 34 to Here's one nothing of the things the that's on quarter. there, right? The romantic <laughs> meal. My favorite thing is stadium parking cost. Maybe I can take you to many places. <laughs> it costs a lot more than this, but it's only $12.22 on average. Do you love me? <laughs> scoreboard message. Yeah. Oh, you could do a scoreboard Jacksonville, message. Jacksonville, right. it's zero. What does that mean? What's Jacksonville? Jacksonville is the the most romantic place. Because when, when when I think of romance, I think of TIAA Bakefield, <laughs> <laughs> not the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> not walking and down the Champs Elysees. No, no, no. no. But instead, I think of TIAA Bakefield in Jacksonville. <laughs> and remember, it's Jacksonville. But for us, it only costs 100 bucks for a scoreboard message. Oh, let's uh, continue to listen to this Who charges song. A, the Rams charge 1000 bucks. What's fascination? <laughs> is Cleveland three on the list? Well, number two is Ford Field in Detroit, because nothing in the world is as romantic as Detroit. Nothing. <laughs> 
The dog pound is romantic? Just a brief romance. So Jacksonville, number one. Detroit, number, number two. First energy field is Cleveland, number three, and then State Farm Stadiums, number four. What's short-term rental cost in this? Is that like a... These are how they break this down. Ticket cost, stadium parking, which, again, is the most romantic thing in the world. (laughs) Scoreboard message. But short-term rental, we're $209. Yeah, like a... On average, an Airbnb or VRBO, oh, so you can oh. bring your honey to a game at State Farm Stadium. And it won't what if it's just kind of a date, though? That's a little forward thinking, right? Yeah, I'm so what loser's going to take a girl to a, on a date to a Cardinals game? Why do I need to rent a <laughs> place when I live in an area where I'm going to watch a sporting event? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Let's do this. Let's do it. Five spots. Five. I've been wondering this for a while, Okay. Uh, I just I want to know if if anyone who has an extra bedroom would ever consider at least renting a room for someone at the Super Bowl or, or renting your whole house. Maybe. Yeah. And if you're also if you're renting your house, call us hearing some of these prices. Does it make right. you think you want to? Right. All right. Five spot. We're going to put five of you on the spot about uh, this specific issue. Uh, call us if you got an extra bedroom in your home. What's your price? What's your price? Also, call us if you or someone you know is renting out their house for the Super Bowl. 277-KTAR. I want to pick your brain on this. 602-277-5827. Five Spot, coming up next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, five spot. We'll put you on the spot about a new star everybody's talking about. Super Bowl coming to Arizona. Uh, we ask you, ask, listen, call us if you have a, an extra room in the house. What's your price? You rent it out to somebody who wants to be here for the Super Bowl or the Phoenix Open. I want to know what your price is. Maybe you've already rented it out. Maybe you're thinking about it. Maybe you're like, the price has got to be huge. You got an huge. extra room. What's your price? Uh, 277-KTAR. All right, Chad, where are we going first? Patty in Tolerson. Patty. You got an extra room? Hi. Yes. My right. son just moved out of the house, so there is an extra room. All right. How old was he when he moved out? I'm curious. 30. What is the deal? Why'd you kick him out a couple of years ago? I know. I know. I know. Well, yeah. now, now you can make some money on it. Would you rent that room out for someone who wanted to come here for, for all the events? Yeah, I think I would. I just don't know how much to charge for it. All right. Where do you live? Don't give me your exact address because I don't want to be a creeper. Tolleson. It's nine miles from the stadium. Nine miles from the stadium. Chad, what do you think? Is it a nice room? Big room? Small room? We have a bathroom? Yeah. Yes. Designated bathroom. Does, oh. he, does he still have his baseball cards in the room and all that kind of stuff? Or did you clean it out? It looks professional. No, I have to clean it. Okay. All right. I would say yeah. uh, 500 a night. 500 a night, Patty. Yes or no? Okay. All right. Next yes. call. There you go, Patty. <laughs> you Congratulations. Patty just got it. 500 there you go, 500 bucks. a night, Patty. Put it up there in the old Airbnb. All right. Let's go with, uh, is, it, is it Crandall and Buckeye? Are you not stealing anything out there? Are you Buck- in Buckeye? <laughs> <laughs> no, not. We had three people. Uh, uh, we had three people uh, steal an uh, ambulances in Buckeye over the last uh, little while. Uh, Crandall, you got an extra room. How much would you charge? I have two extra rooms, and I would do a thousand dollars a night 
And if they flew in, I'd pick them up, and they go. To, if they went to the game, I would drop them off and pick them back up for a thousand bucks a night. All right, thousand. Now, thousand bucks. bucks per room, or just for five hundred for each. Per room. Oh, there you go. So that's two Gs. Nice, nice. Making you some money, Cradle, right there. Look at that. Let's go with Bob and El Mirage. All right, Bob. What's your price for an hey, extra guys. room? Hey guys, you guys are my favorite ones. I listen to all the way home every every day. Appreciate so it. I have a room, and we've already rented it out. We got the notification today. Eight hundred dollars a night plus. They're going to give me an extra two grand because I do part time lift, and I'm going to take them downtown Phoenix, pick them up, drop them off, pick them up the airport, and we're going to do air. They're going to be breakfast in bed too. All right, so you're wow. going to go eight hundred a night. You get a couple extra thousand bucks because you're basically going to be their butler and limo driver. That's right. Love it, Bob. Bob, I love it. Make Bob. sure you buy that us something right there. fun. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob is the winner, winner, chicken dinner. we got time dinner. for one more. All right, uh, Catherine and Goodyear. What's your price for an empty room in your home? I can't even compete with Bob. <laughs> I have two rooms. I can't even compete. You know what? I have a really nice car, so I'll I'll, I'll do the lift thing. I'll do uh, seven ninety nine a night. Seven ninety nine, very specific. Seven nine. She's trying to beat Bob's price. I like it. And so seven ninety nine. Now, are you going to take them around? <laughs> um. Or are you just going to let them use your yeah. car? Oh, hell no. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, she said no. I will, I will drive I will drive them. I'm, I'm seriously thinking about putting my house up. You, you should do know. it. I'm serious. Yeah. You should do it. You make yep. four or five grand in a week. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. You That's know, a lot awesome. of people out there are trying to make ends meet. If you got an extra five grand, how stoked would you be? Seriously. I might, you, Pablo. Uh, uh, I might rent out Bob's house. <laughs> oh, Bob. Bob sounds like he's fun. Bob's like, I'll take you places. We'll be friends. Oh, a lot of people are doing this in the Valley. They're renting out their home. They're renting a room. Super Bowl, Phoenix Open. Thanks, everybody, for the calls on Five Spot. Up next, the richest people in America are trying to buy one specific thing. And we'll tell you what it is next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Man, I tell you what, I love this song. Again, another one of the ones we play at uh, preschool. Uh, hey, Gatos and Chad Show's podcast. You never miss any of the exciting actions. Yeah, yeah. It's the iPhone, your Android, you grab it there, you go, wing, wang, woo, and then all of a sudden you go and you subscribe to it. Boom, there we are. Don't miss the action. Get us Chat Show uh, podcast brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolismbuyers.com, carolismbuyers.com. All right, so we know that uh, Governor Katie Hobbs is still uh, busing or flying migrants from Arizona to different parts of the United States. Uh, she says she's doing it in a nicer way than Doug Ducey did it. She <laughs> claims that Ducey put everybody on a bus and they all went to New York and some of them knew they were going there and some didn't. Okay. People but, were cheering and yelling. <laughs> See, when she does it, everybody cheers like, Yay. go, people, go. We wish you the best. Thanks for coming to America <laughs> illegally. <Hoo-hoo! laughs> Is that nicer? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Get this. Are you ready for this? Because let's say that when we do okay. send migrants to, let's say, New York, right? Start spreading news. Right. You got you to gotta put them in a hotel, right? Absolutely. What happens when they don't want to leave the hotel? The city wants to move some asylum seekers from the Watson Hotel to a new shelter at the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal in Red Hook. Many of the men gathered behind me are saying they won't leave. The MTA is sending buses here. Migrants gathered outside the hotel are saying they won't board them. They say they're concerned about conditions at the new shelter. They say there's not enough space. They don't want to stay in Red Hook. And they're concerned they'll be cold 
there. Or Heck no, we won't go. Heck no, we won't go. <laughs> or I like ordering a burger at midnight and letting the U.S. government pay for it. That's fantastic. Uh, I, I like that. If somebody actually comes and cleans my room. Uh, wise man Steve Sinsmeister, you have uh, copious notes on the Watson Hotel uh, and some of the amenities that uh, many migrants are enjoying uh, at this current time. What are some? Why don't they want to leave? Yeah, I think I'm starting to get an idea. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they might have grown accustomed to the New York Underground Fitness Center. Oh, as you very do. nice. Uh, they got theater tickets from the concierge. Of course. Really? There's the Gotham Cafe and Restaurant. Oh, fantastic. the coffee there is fantastic. They have a pool up top, right? A rooftop pool. <laughs> Seas- seasonal. 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 Oh, seasonal. Too cold. Okay. Uh, they probably got their laundry done. There's valet laundry. Of course. Oh, really? There's also valet parking. Of course. Um, free Wi-Fi in public areas, which wow. I'm sure is great for their phones they got from Biden. <laughs> we gave them free <laughs> smartphones. That's right. Uh, electrical adapters, which is important. They're from foreign countries, right? Mm-hmm. How yep. many of you are thinking of wandering over to the other side of the border <laughs> and, and coming in there and going, <laughs> you're saying you're from a different country? I'd like to go to New York. They get a free USA Today. Okay. That's a newspaper for those <laughs> of you out there who don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, luggage storage. Mm-hmm. A ballroom. You, well, you well, get yeah. access to the ballroom and maybe the meeting centers or something like that. An right? ATM. Do we give them a card to use for Probably. the ATM? Airline boarding pass kiosk. Oh, so you can go right there and you don't have to worry. You can do all of your stuff right there. Yeah. Why don't we just... Um, anything else? Anything else to make your stay more comfortable? Yeah, anything else? Skylight lobby lounge. Well, that sounds divine. The Skylight Lobby Lounge. You gonna are you Googling that? Uh somebody Google that. Skylight Lobby Lounge. Uh if you're just joining us, the uh, Watson Hotel, it uh, apparently stands for convenience and consistency, says their website. And uh, it's essentially uh, located in the heart of Midtown. Very comfortable rooms, unique oh, amenities. Beautiful. It is beautiful. It's okay. Great. And we have migrants that are staying there and they don't want to leave. Is it because what was it again? What are we talking about? What's the thing? Uh the Skylight Lobby Lounge. Skylight at the Watson Hotel. At the Watson lobby. Hotel. Lobby. Oh my goodness. There right. is you, what do you got Join yourself. Can you do like a, like a commercial in one of your weird voices yes. about come this? Come to the Watson. Will you be able to stay here with many people that have come to the country illegally? <laughs> Why are they British? Because well, it's the Watson. Everything sounds got, better. What, what do you want me to do it as? Yeah. Man, uh, did you, well, that was very racist right there. You want me to go super racist. Do, do it racism. as a New Yorker. Uh, come to the Watson. Uh, New Yorkers aren't allowed to the Watson. It's, yeah. too, it's too upper scale. Too nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, man, I'm looking at it. It is gorgeous. These rooms are nice. Look at that. They got a nice little wow. you walk in. Look at that pool, man. Boy. My good. Look at the view. I, look at the view. I bet that pool is uh, it's a little chilly right now, but I'm looking over Central Park. That is heated. That's some uh, that's some good stuff right there. I'm looking at the food. How about a martini? A little, a little appletini? <laughs> I found the bar. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. Let's seriously. We've put some migrants in a hotel in New York. And now they really don't want to leave. All right. Can you blame them? Because if I know I'm going to a shelter, I got to tell you, shelter doesn't sound very good. The hotel sounds good. So I'd probably put up a stink. But, you know, here's another question. Should we put them in a shelter first and not, you know, and not put them up at some place? I think that that's kind of what they're thinking lounge. now is, OK, we, you know, we we can't afford to do this because the Watson's not doing this out of the kindness of their heart. They're charging full rate, I'm sure, right. to the state and the state's yeah. hoping the feds kick the money back down to them, yeah. which they're going to find out like you and everybody else. Ha! It ain't happening, baby. Last year or the year before, I don't remember all these years run together now. 
But I know for a fact that we put people in a hotel in Chandler. Yeah. We put, I think we also put refugees from Afghanistan in some Scottsdale hotels. Remember, some people didn't Absolutely. like that. Yeah. And they were being mean about it and all this. So... Uh, so we've done that here. But you know what? We didn't put somebody up at the Phoenician. But, but the difference is, is the, <laughs> the Afghanistans, those are the people that helped us. Of course. In a war against terror. Maybe we should have put them at the Phoenician. Yeah. But we did not. Uh, we didn't think of it. We didn't. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Man, I am looking. This is a, you this like is that a nice hotel. place. Okay. Tell you what, when I go, I probably have to go out there, you know, do something. Yeah. I should tell them, hey, I need to stay at the Watson. Yeah, it'd be nice for you to get on right a, next uh, to the guy from Venezuela <laughs> <laughs> who just came over here. He's got a free phone. <laughs> Look at this, man. They got, I, all right. I've seen the food it. Okay. is delicious. All right. The, you don't know that. It just looks good. <laughs> it's like $300 a night at the Watson. I eat hamburgers all day. <laughs> I'm sure this is better than, well, that's what you would think. My hamburgers are delicious. All right. Coming up next, coming what's up. the biggest issue uh, facing our children's schools? We're going to talk to the president of the Arizona Education Association next. It's the Gators and Chad Show. We talk about schools, education, teachers all the time. Joining us now is Marisol Garcia, president of the Arizona Education Association. Marisol, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for asking. What do you think is is really the single biggest issue facing our schools and teachers? Yeah, I think it's a it's a couple things. I've kind of put them into one bucket, but it's um, really talking about working conditions is probably the best way to look at it, which includes wages, new policies, you know, respect. But just working conditions are really the most important thing facing us right now. So what do you mean a working condition? Are you talking about ACs not working in the classroom or <laughs> uh, the carpet is uh, 45 years old? Is it that kind of stuff? It's a little bit of that. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, facility issues. Yes, health and safety issues. There's issues regarding just feeling safe at school, right? A lot of the concerns with violence happening out outside of our schools and potentially coming in, um, not being paid a, a respected wage, and then also just a lot of the negative talk and disrespect that is happening towards uh, public school teachers in Arizona. When you talk about respect, uh, are you talking also about like, you know, because I know Tom Horns brought up the big thing about discipline in schools and that kids need some more discipline. Is that also something? Because we've heard from some teachers say, yeah, you know what, there needs to be a little bit more of, of support from administrators when it comes to discipline. And, and things of that nature. Yeah, I think the word support is the key thing there. Um, support to us means a variety of different things, right? We need counselors. If a, if a student is acting up, there's a reason why. They don't just choose to do that. They need skills. So we need some cal- We need more counselors. Arizona has the worst ratio for counselors. We need social workers. There are families who are struggling with um, housing instability or food instability. We need some social workers to help connect families so that they have some stability. And, and yes, we need principals to help and principals too, like uh, educators are being asked to do additional things on our plate, more and more evaluations, more and more policies that are being passed. Um, and so support really is like a is, is really a 360 thing. We need a support from all places so that we can do our job. Uh, right now, we're speaking with Marisol Garcia, president of the Arizona Education Association. You know, we got, what, 2,500 vacancies with teachers. Uh, we're looking for people to come into the classroom. Sometimes now they only need a high school education. Sometimes they don't even need to be a teacher. Um, how do we, because we had Governor Hobbs on a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we talked about uh, how we need to, to get more teachers into classrooms, because a lot are leaving. Uh, because they don't want to put up with all the garbage. And my wife was a teacher for almost 30 years at the end. She was pulling her hair out. So how do you get more teachers in? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it has to come from everybody. Having a governor that can speak so highly about the profession and making it a priority was a huge, huge just lift off of our shoulders. We have an ally there who wants to make this a priority. You know, we need the legislature and school boards to start really focusing in on the issues that are impacting not just teachers, but students and not be involved in politics and bringing in all these outside voices. But really think, what is going to make every opportunity available for these kids? Having a quality educator means I'm going to make sure they have all the resources that they need and that they're treated respectfully and that they're treated like the professionals that they are. Uh, Marisol Garcia, president of the Arizona Education Association. Uh, Hispanics in the classroom are struggling. Why are they struggling? Well, I come from that community, clearly, and I teach in, that, in, a, in a predominantly Hispanic community. I think that we need to talk about the elephant in the room, and that is poverty. A lot of our Latino students, Hispanic students, are living in abject poverty at this point. They are coming to school undernourished. Um, their families are working families who have two to three jobs. And so poverty has an impact on academic opportunities and academic growth. It just does. Um, and if you look at the long, long data, the longitudinal data, you can see that students who are living in poverty cannot do not have the same access points to opportunity that other students do. Mm. All right. Marisol Garcia, president of the Arizona Education Association. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. You know, uh, earlier today, we were talking to Griselda Satino, uh, one of our great reporters. Uh, she's got this uh, um, uh, great uh, series that she's uh, that she's doing, some investigative reporting. You're going to hear it on Arizona's Morning News tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. It's going to be great. great. It's a look at uh, chronic absenteeism in Arizona schools. Um, what did you take from our, our conversation with Griselda a little earlier? Some of you can money, check it on the podcast. Money is an later. issue. Money is an issue. Uh-huh. Uh, parents working. But, you know, parents work, uh, you know, that's that's been the thing for a long time. My parents worked. Uh, not everybody, you know, uh, but it, the money side of it is an issue. Also, one of the things she talked about was bullying, you know, not being maybe you're not prepared and kids who feel like they're failing school don't want to show up because they're afraid. I don't know if that's a real thing either. I mean, you you not showing up to school is going to make you smarter. Uh, but I think the poverty thing, maybe it plays a little bit into that. Okay. But what was it? 22% of Arizona kids have what? chronic absenteeism. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I just wonder if some of the parents actually know their kids aren't in school. Well, we always forget that part of it, don't we? I, I don't know so. about you guys. Did you ever ditch? You of probably course I did. How many times? A ton. Yeah. School, I was thought was optional. I found yeah. out it's not. Apparently, when you were younger. Then the phone call came. Well, you got to learn how to get home and take that thing off the hook. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Unplug the phone. Doesn't work that way anymore. All right, Becky Linton is coming up next. She's got the 5 o'clock KTAR News Expansion. Stick around.